Every single Catholic, without qualification or exception, is called to become a great saint. There is nothing, nothing at all that can disqualify us from this call that we have received by the Lord. In fact, the possibility of sainthood is what drives us to endure great hardships, persecutions, and sufferings for the sake of Christ. So I ask you, do you know what it means to be a saint? I'm sure we can all rattle off some of the saints that we know. We can go either super old school and start with the very first saint after the resurrection, Saint Stephen, the deacon martyr, who probably died within the same year as Jesus. Or we could go much more modern in our approach, like blessed Carlos Acutis, who died at the age of 15 in the year 2006. Throughout the church's long history, we can name countless saints, but many times we only attribute to them the title of saint because we've seen it in a book somewhere or someone else uses it before their name. So what does it mean that saints Peter, Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, Paul, and John, Cosmos, and Damian, Mary Magdalene, Mary Joseph, John the Baptist. What does it mean that all of these people are saints? Because there have been many more people who have been baptized, lived, and died as Catholics than there are saints of the Catholic Church. So again, the question is, what does it mean to be a saint? The second question, once we have figured out what a saint is, is we have to ask ourselves, can we also achieve sainthood. So enough beating around the bush. The classic definition of someone who is considered a saint with a capital S in the Catholic Church is someone who has died and is confirmed to be in heaven. That's it. Sainthood does not mean that the person was able to levitate in prayer or that they were perfect or even that they never committed a sin. It simply means that we know the person has died and is now in heaven. That's why becoming a saint is the goal of every Catholic, as I said. We are all striving to get to heaven. If we aren't, if that is not the one directive of our life above all others, then we should really look into why we are even Catholic. If we don't believe in the reward for living the Christian life, then why are we constraining ourselves by a set of rules we simply do not believe in? But if we do believe, if we believe the words of Jesus and what he said, that he's going to prepare a place for us in his Father's house, then we know that that place is our goal and our aim. We want to live moral lives that are in line with the guidelines of the Church that it has set out for us based on divine revelation, which Holy Mother Church knows is the easiest way to get to heaven. So the rules of the Church are really only set up to help us achieve the goal of sanctity. So, by that definition, anyone who makes it to heaven after the particular judgment is a saint. We only know about the saints whom God has chosen to reveal to us that are in heaven, and he does this for the edification and propagation of the faith. So, your grandmother, grandfather, uncle, aunt, cousin, brother, sister, or child who has died may in fact be a saint they may be in heaven. But unless someone undergoes the formal process of canonization of the Catholic Church, 
We just can't say that for sure. The formal process is that after their death, their cause is brought forward by someone and their life is examined for holiness. If a pattern of sanctity can be established, then you basically have a court case over the person's life. One person, one advocate, argues that the person is worthy of sainthood, and the other person argues that they are not worthy of sainthood. Now this second advocate, whether you realize it or not, the title of this second advocate you're very familiar with, for they are called the devil's advocate. That phrase, devil's advocate, literally comes from the canonization process of the Catholic Church. After an established life of sanctity has been proven, next there need to be two different miracles attributed to their direct intercession. And the miracles need to be complete and perpetual, and they need to heal something major. The other option for becoming a saint is to be martyred for the faith. For example, the three Catholics in France on Thursday who were killed by an Islamic extremist while they were attending Mass. I would be very, very surprised if they are not considered martyrs very soon by Pope Francis. People think that martyrdom is extreme and must be so hard. Well, the Church has always seen examples of courage from those who are called and given the grace of martyrdom. Often we have accounts of people walking to the pyre or into the arena or to the cross or even the firing squad with smiles on their faces singing the praises of God. Bishop St. Polycarp, when they were going to tie his hands to the stake on which he was about to be burned, looked at them and said to them, Do not insult me. I will not try and remove myself from this pyre. And as he was burned alive, it smelled like warmed baked bread, it said. Or St. Lawrence, who was being burned to death on a grill, and had the temerity to yell to his executioners, turn me over, I'm done on this side. Now to quote the famous musical Hamilton, even though this is not at all what he means from this line, in the Christian life we can find much truth in one of the lines from that musical where it says, dying is easy, young man, living is harder. Because living a Christian life of daily sacrifice, self-control, temperance, virtue, and forgiveness every day for 80, 90, or 100 years is much harder than making an ultimate choice once to give up one's life for the sake of Christ. Dying to self every day as a Christian is much harder than the choice to die for Jesus. So today we celebrate the Feast of All Saints. Those people that we know have won the ultimate reward they have entered into heaven, where they intercede for us constantly in their joy. And the Lord allows their example to stir us on in our Christian fight against the world, the flesh, and evil, so that we may be emboldened, no matter what our state in life, no matter what our vocation, we have examples of those who have gone before us and been victorious. It doesn't matter where we are now, it matters where we are going. In the words of St. John Vianney, the saints did not all begin well, but they all ended well.